Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello and welcome to Snackmasters. I'm your host, Dooner, here with my right hand turkey, MSG! MSG, happy Thanksgiving, buddy! Thanks, you too, bud. <laughs> Good times. I love I love Thanksgiving. One of my favorite holidays. I actually I love the whole run from, you know, from Halloween up until Christmas time, uh until New Year's and then the doldrums of winter set in, but I love I love this whole period of the year. I love the trees changing color. I even love the cold and getting my blood winterized. MSG, it's Thanksgiving time. What do you guys usually do for Thanksgiving? Do you travel? Do you host it at home? You have a fake tree? Do you go to Boston Market and <laughs> You know, have them prepare Thanksgiving dinner. Do you go to a restaurant? What's what's your deal? Uh, we do kind of we do family stuff uh, usually. Just and, and again, because of my profession, I, I have to work every other Thanksgiving, so that's kind of disrupted the routine that we have. But in the past, we usually have close family come over. We have a, a standard, the big feast. We cook a turkey and a ham, and you know all the trimmings and stuff. I do the bulk of the cooking. I enjoy doing that. But um, this year I work, so I don't think we have a whole lot of plans. I think I'm not sure what my wife and kids are going to do, but can't imagine it's going to be too extravagant. My wife doesn't really enjoy cooking, especially big meals like that. So I'm not too sure. I'll be at work, so I'm not going to be part of the festivities. So what I used to do when I was either away for college or when I was a waiter for a while, sometimes I'd have to work on Thanksgiving. We would do Thanksgiving on another day. Do you do you have like a surrogate Thanksgiving day or do you guys just skip it if you have to work? You know, and honestly, it hasn't come up really, I don't think, um, that I can remember. I haven't been in this job too long, so there's really not a plan in place. We haven't really talked about backup Thanksgiving or anything like that, but we might do that. I mean, I guess you can buy the stuff and do Thanksgiving anytime you want. We travel. So every year we switched off, at least since I've been married or with my wife, I've been with her for, I don't know, six or seven years now. I think seven. I don't know. 2011. 2011 to what is it now? 17. <laughs> 2017. Yeah. So six years. So every year we rotate. So last year she was pregnant. The baby came out at the end of November. So we stayed home. So this year we're going to Connecticut to go have it at her family's house. Next year we'll have it at my parents' house. It rotates every year. So this year we got some travel going on, but her mother or my mother-in-law is hosting. So I have to bring a few items. I'm going to make stuffing and pumpkin pie because those are two of my favorites. What are uh, what are two of your favorite items? What do you usually make for Thanksgiving? It's always kind of odd because different families have different traditions. And I remember when, when me and my wife got together, it's been 20 years now and her family's always lived close. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, as a side note, weather kind of prohibits travel here. There's mountain passes between me and my family and stuff like that. So once the snow starts hitting, it's really a roll of the dice as far as traveling. So oh, yeah, you'll, you'll turn into like the Donner party and Thanksgiving will be uh, your other family <laughs> yeah, members. So you just start knocking <laughs> on each other. Yeah, so we try to avoid that. But uh, her parents have always lived kind of close when they were both around. So I remember requesting specifically 
to have, you know, are we going to have mashed potatoes and gravy? Cause I, I mean, I'm born Idahoan and stuff like that. I do we try to incorporate potatoes into every meal somehow, but they just thought it was preposterous that you'd have mashed potatoes and gravy at, at Thanksgiving. So wait, well, hold on a second. Those are like standards. Those are, uh, I know, I know. And that's what I thought too. But apparently with her family, it was, you know, she, her dad's Italian, her mom's from Louisiana. I don't know what they, I think they figured this, the stuffing was in lieu of mashed potatoes and gravy. They just, they thought I was just uh, out of my mind that I would request that. So ever since then, I, I think it's been in the back of my mind that we are definitely going to have mashed potatoes and gravy. That's just what you do. So yeah, uh, I think that would be one of my favorites. I would I definitely noticed it when it was not there or the idea that it wouldn't be there. I like the jellied cranberry and I think by far my favorite, and I don't make it often enough. I don't know why I only make it on Thanksgiving, but the green bean casserole to me is just part of the show. Like it, 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 I couldn't do Thanksgiving without that. I, I'll I'll eat that for days if there's if there's any leftover. Big old pile on my plate. Do you make that with the Campbell's mushroom soup and the French onions on top? Or do you go Yeah. Yeah. So you do like the, the traditional old school like American grocery store style, like that recipe that's on the can. Oh, I didn't know there was other choices. Uh yeah, that's that's my stuff right there, man. I love it. Well, so I mentioned that I'm making stuffing and pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. The reason why is I kind of do them in my mother's style, so I have a little bit of that coming with me for things. Thanksgiving, because she's a very good cook. I always miss her meal. Not that my mother-in-law isn't or anything to that effect, but you know, home cooking versus someone else's. There's a certain, uh, there's a certain way to your heart. A certain, I don't know, je ne sais quoi, as the uh, <laughs> the Louisianans would say in their French. But as, as I mentioned, stuffing. We have a joint review today. I saw this item at Trader Joe's, and it was the turkey stuffing seasoned kettle chips. And I sent you a picture of them, and I said you have to get over your phobia of Trader Joe's, head down there, and get a bag of these, because we're going to do a joint review of them for our Thanksgiving show. Have you dug into these yet? I have. I, I, I think I might have skipped lunch that day or, or something, but I dug right into them. I wanted to get out front of this. I was hungry enough. There was chips there in the truck. I opened the bag, and yeah, I went to town on them. Well, I'm looking at it right now. I've, I've opened the bag up. It looks uh, pretty heavily seasoned. It's a kettle chip, which I like. So that's already playing into its favor. I have a bit of a cold, so I can't get a ton of scent, but it does smell. I'm getting the scent of stuffing coming from it. Uh, is your nose working a little better? Are you picking up? You picking up a strong stuffing scent here? You know, honestly, I don't. I don't. I I'm nose in the bag, and I get. I got. I I can smell the oil from you know the the chips being you know fried in it or whatever. But I'm not getting much of a stuffing aroma here. Well, let's look at the facts. You got eight chips here to a serving. There's seven servings per bag. 140 calories. Seven grams of fat. Two grams of protein. It's a potato chip. Not not really any sugar on here. Zero grams. Uh, ingredients. Well, the second ingredient, you got potatoes. Second ingredient is sunflower oil. So that's what you're picking up. Mm-hmm. The third, to see how they get this stuffing flavor, is turkey and stuffing seasoning. So I don't know if they just took some stovetop seasoning from the bag and sprinkled it on, but I don't know. So I'm going to start digging into these. I put a couple things out here. I, I got the potato chips. Let's see here. I got some Heinz homestyle turkey gravy as a dip because I couldn't figure out what else you would dip these in. And I also got some Trader Joe's cranberry sauce as a dip. So you tell me your thoughts on these. I'll start digging in on my end and, uh, and I'll, I'll jump back in as soon as I get through these. Okay. I have one in my mouth. I'm trying to crunch quietly just so it doesn't overshadow, but I'm sure you'll hear that, you know, I have some food in my mouth right now. You know, I think they're okay. They're a bit muted in flavor for me. You know, I let them kind of, I let this one kind of try to dissolve in my mouth just so I could get the, the seasoning, you know, in there with my saliva and all that stuff. I think they're okay. I like the crunch. You know, I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I go for a ch- kettle chip because of the crunch. You can taste a little bit of kind of like a, maybe a, a soup base, kind of a turkey soup 
sort of flavoring. I'm not overly overwhelmed. You, I, I don't think you could blindfold me, give me a chip, and, and I would say, oh, man, that tastes just like Thanksgiving dinner or turkey or anything like that. I think they add a little bit of the standard sage, thyme sort of, sort of flavoring to it. But I'm not, again, I'm not overly impressed by the turkey flavoring that they went to. I, I would like something a little stronger, a little more pronounced. But that being said, I, I've eaten half the bag so far, so obviously there's there's something to them. You, you tell me. You tell me what you think. Well, initially, just seeing them on the shelf, I mean, these are like the Marilyn Manson of potato chips. <laughs> They're here to shock you and challenge your delicate snacking sensibilities. <laughs> it, it's subversive. Look at the flavor. Turkey stuffing. Mm-hmm. Who eats a turkey stuffing chip? You know, it's weird. But, you know, nowadays with all the craft chips, all the craft kettle chips, all the local brands, you're seeing a lot more weird flavors. So maybe this isn't quite as strange as it used to be. It's not that odd of a pairing. I just had one here. I'm going to uh, let's let's do a crunchability rating right now. I'll bite this into the microphone. You can hear there was some really good crunch within these kettle chips. You know, you got a strong crunch there behind it. I kind of like the seasoning isn't overpowering. That's really nice. Some of these some of these off limited edition flavors, they go a little nuts with the seasoning, trying to force that flavor upon you. Mm. Hello, Oreo. You know, if they make an orange flavored Oreo, they're going to throw orange right in your face. But here, the turkey stuffing's pretty subtle. Um, what I am noticing is the more of these that you eat, though, the more turkey stuffing you start picking up on your palate. And it kind of snowballs and it gets a little bit overwhelming. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think I would be in danger of taking these to the couch and digging through the whole bag. But I was curious what you would do with these because it's such an an interesting and unique flavor. What kind of dip would you put them in? So I poured myself here a little ramekin of that gravy that I mentioned, the Heinz turkey gravy and the Trader Joe's cranberry sauce. So I'm going to try this in the gravy real quick. I I know it sounds kind of weird, but why would it? I mean, gravy and potatoes, it could work. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that, that actually, it does work. I would dip these in gravy if these were on my plate at Thanksgiving. Not like an everyday treat, but... If you have a bag of these and you got some gravy nearby, ladle yourself some gravy and start dipping these in here. It definitely is an improvement. Let's see with the cranberry sauce. Get a little fruit note on there. Get a little sweetness. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good, too. The only detractor to this cranberry sauce to me is I think we need to add something to it to make it a little bit less thick because it coats the potato chip in uh, a little too much of the chunkiness of the cranberry. But I think you could do something here. I think you could make a dip out of either one of these and extend the mileage you'd get out of a bag of these chips. They definitely help enhance the flavor in their own unique way. Okay, okay. Yeah, I I took the liberty, too, of uh, adding a little bit of cranberry sauce to it, and I liked it. I liked the salty and the kind of the sour-sweet, the juxtaposition of the flavors there. Not too bad. I don't know that I would, you know, make it a habit, but uh, it wasn't horrible. You know, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm knocking these chips. I, you know, if they're, if you only get eight per serving, if by the eighth chip, you're really getting a lot of the the stuffing flavor, then I feel like, yeah, they probably hit their mark, you know, and and you're right. I I do go for a lot of more more bold flavors. I go for cheddar and horseradish flavored chips, things like that. So personal preference, there's nothing wrong with this chip. I just, I personally go for ones that are pack a punch. Yeah. I mean, the body's good. You eat these. And if you saw other Trader Joe's kettle chips, I would definitely go for it because the kettle chip itself is, it's a strong kettle chip. It has a nice crunch. It's, it's nicely cooked. It's nicely finished. (laughs) This for me, as a rating, this is I'd buy these once a year. This is a once a year bag. I wouldn't buy these off season. I don't. They're not even out off season, so you don't have to worry about that. But I wouldn't buy more than one bag. I would go through it. I'd give it about a six point five ish on my rating scale. Uh, definitely, yeah, a once a year thing. Six point five out of me. Uh, yeah, I'll buy them again next year. Yeah, I was gonna go with the six. 
And that's where I'm at too. I'd say a six, not horrible. I would, if I see him again and I'm, and I'm at, at the store, I'll, I'd buy him again next year. But, and I think again, they'd go fast at my house. So not, not too bad. I'd say a six. Well, MSG to compare the, the Turkey flavoring on here, I made a box of stovetop stuffing and uh, it depends on how much you like stuffing, but I, I guess to some people, this could be considered a snack, right? You like bread <laughs> and what's stuffing other than chopped up bread? <laughs> Nutritional facts on here. You got a sixth of a box. There's six servings as prepared, 150 calories, a couple grams of fat. I made it exactly as the instructions said with one and a half cups of water, quarter cup margarine. I'm going to take a bite. I don't know if this is going to replace my family recipe, but it's a uh, it's a very old school flavor. Let's see what let's see what this rates. So I know for myself, if I put stovetop stuffing out for Thanksgiving, my wife would not be thrilled. There's a I guess a Marie Callender's, and I know you can get as intricate as you want with the stuffing. You can do it from scratch. Apparently, you you have a recipe, but she's got some brand. I think it's Marie Callender's. I don't know, but that's that's her standard, and and stovetop just doesn't fly for her. So, wow. Okay. So yeah. So what I just did, I just ate it regular plain. And then I put the rest of that gravy I'd poured out for the potato chips on top of it. Mm-hmm. It was good without the gravy, even better with the gravy, but I'm a fan of it. This is a very traditional flavored stuffing. It's a very Americana. It's sort of like Campbell's tomato soup. Campbell's tomato soup is not the best tomato soup, but there is a definitely a comfort factor to it. There's a known taste. There's a known flavor there. I've tried some other stuffings this season. I had like a Pepperidge Farm stuffing, two different ones from them. And as far as like instant box stuffing goes, I think the stovetop is the leader of that game. So as far as box stuffing goes, I'm giving this a 9.5. I don't think you could make a better turkey box stuffing. In terms of like all stuffings, homemade stuffing, stuffings that I had at restaurants, it still scores strong with me. I like the taste of this. I'm giving it an eight. I like this stuffing. So, you know, I'm glad your wife would be disappointed (laughs) because all the more stovetop stuffing for me. So let me ask you this. The the one that you are going to prepare for your in-laws, is that pretty intricate? Is it like from scratch? Talk just a little bit about the process. Is it like you, you know, toast bread and crumble it up or tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, there's okay. So there's, there's some bread toasting involved. There's a little bit of cream involved. There's a little bit of butter involved. There's some sage. There's uh, the same sort of traditional ingredients, but it's just a more uh, fresh version of the stovetop. But the flavor profile is not too far off because stovetop is the stuffing that I grew up with. So when I think stuffing in my head, it's something similar to stovetop is what I want to taste. I like that stovetop keeps the crumbs pretty small. I don't like an overly thick, like Texas toast cut stuffing. So, I mean, this really hits the uh, this really hits the button for me. So is the homemade version worth the effort if it's if stovetop's a 9.5? Uh, yeah, you know, I think so. I think so. Just so you can say you didn't make it out of a stovetop box. Okay. But if you couldn't, if you were in a rush, you just didn't know how to make stuffing. You didn't want to take the time to make stuffing because you're hosting and you're preparing for everybody instead of just bringing one or two dishes. Mm-hmm. I think you can put stovetop on the table and people are going to be happy. Okay. Because to me, I mean, even though sto- you know, stuffing is a is a staple of it, I'm not a huge stuffing fan. To me, it just it, it's a filler that gets in the way of. I'm, I mean, it'll be always be on my plate, but not in a large quantity if there's leftover stuffing, I'm not going to go after that the next day. It's kind of just there for the meal. I'd miss it if it was gone. But if there was any Thanksgiving item not present, 
I'd say that was the last one I'd, I'd really miss. The one thing about stuffing is it has the potential to really damage Thanksgiving dinner. And I say that because if you put it inside the bird and cook the bird, it sucks all the moisture out of it. Yeah. And I think that I don't know whose cookbook it was, but in the 60s or 70s, they told people to put the stuffing in the bird and cook it. Mm-hmm. This is a horrible idea. Yeah. It'll take all the moisture out. And then the stuffing itself will not taste good either. It'll taste overly steamed. It'll taste mealy. You don't want to do that. Avoid that completely. Cook your bird. Then if you want, just for the look of it, you could put the stuffing inside for cosmetic value. But I'd say that's not even necessary anymore. Just put it on on a serving dish on the table. Don't play around with the stuffing on the bird. Keep it away from the bird because it's bread. It's like a sponge. You don't want it anywhere close. I fully concur. I fully concur. Did you snack on anything else other than these chips? What other Thanksgiving item you got in front of you? So what I bought is a can of uh, whole berry cranberry sauce. And again, I always go for the jellied. I like the, you know, the slide out of the can and retain the shape kind of, and you just slice a little bit off. I love this stuff. I think it goes just really well with the, uh, with the turkey and man, I just, I dig it. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the jelly, the jelly cranberry sauce, but I wanted to try the whole berry just to see what, what that's all about. And to tell you the truth, oh God dang it. Um, zero fat. 25 grams of carbohydrate, one gram of fiber, 22 grams of sugar. There's 110 calories and you get a quarter cup. So again, it's just kind of a sidecar to the, to the turkey. But based on this, I think I would, I'm going to stick to the, the jellied cranberry sauce. This is, this is ocean spray brand. I avoided the store-bought brand. I wanted to go for the best representation of cranberry sauce. So I didn't cut corners. I think it's okay. I'd give it probably a four. I'm not going to buy this again. I, I, there is jellied um, cranberry in there, but then they just throw in these kind of random whole cranberries and they're sweet and all that stuff, but it's a texture thing for me that it sort of interrupts what I'm used to here. I, I just want the jelly. I know it's just pureed and you know corn syrup and all that crap, but that's what I'm used to and that's what I'm going to stick with. I mean, there's four ingredients in here. It's cranberries, high fructose corn syrup, water, and corn syrup. So apparently... There wasn't enough with the high fructose that they just added some regular corn syrup. This is kind of nasty. That's where that 22 grams of sugar is coming from, right? And I'm sure it's just to offset the the bitterness of the, the whole cranberries. Do you eat that hot or do you eat it room temperature or do you chill it? I've never done anything other than room temperature. Is I didn't know people ate it hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Some people eat it hot. Some people eat it chilled. So people have a lot of different variants of cranberry sauce. Some of them like that can style that you like where when you put it out, it has like the ribs from the can <laughs> Yeah. on the side of it. And it's in the same exact shape. And then you just cut slices of it. Some people like to make their own. I've made my own out of the ocean spray cranberries where you just take fresh cranberries, some water, some sugar. What? That's pretty good. You can put some uh, orange in there, too. Some other spices in there. You can make it a little bit better. Plus, you can control the sugar and you don't have to use corn syrup. It's not a hard process. I would I would recommend that. But I think sort of like the stovetop stuffing, if you like ocean spray canned cranberry sauce, then you like it. It's it's a you know that that's a flavor that you grew up with and you're sticking to it. It's one of those strong recognition touchstone flavors. But I'm with you. I would I never liked cranberry sauce when because the only kind I used to have was that ocean spray can. Mm-hmm. Recently, again at Trader Joe's, I had got their cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. Their cranberry sauce is 100 calories, 20 grams of sugar. So again, quite a bit of sugar in here. It's basically candy. It's uh, cranberries, sugar, water, pectin. This isn't like a jellied kind. This is more like what would happen if you were to make it with the ocean spray cranberries. To me, this this has a nice flavor. I actually like this cranberry sauce. I would eat this cranberry sauce again. And this has reintroduced cranberry sauce into my life. So as far as Trader Joe's cranberry sauce goes, 
I mean, I'm for cranberry sauce, I'm giving this a nine, a nine or a 10 out of a jar because I don't like that jellied stuff. But, you know, be forewarned. If you like the jellied stuff, this is uh, this is quite a bit different. Okay. Again, are there guide marks where you can cut it? Because that's what I like. No, no. When you slide it out of the can, <laughs> you know, I know yours is in a jar. So you scoop it out and all that stuff. Yeah, but... <laughs> you just you just scoop this straight out. You you know, you take a tablespoon. It's similar to yours. You, you get that quarter cup for the hundred calories. It's not a huge serving. It's, you know, kind of the amount you would use for dip, you know, like I used for my chips over here. But how much cranberry sauce are you eating on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I saw one other super unique item when I was out grocery shopping. I don't know if they have these out your way, but they're limited limited edition Trisket nutmeg and cinnamon crackers. I almost put them back because uh, I think the nutmeg was setting me off a little bit. I was, uh, I don't know, I, I thought it would taste like it was kind of crop dusted with the, the bitterness of nutmeg on there instead of the cinnamon. But I'll tell you, Marty, I was dead wrong. These are good. These are really, really nice. They're a little bit more of a dessert cracker. They tone down the salt on them. They up the sweetness a little bit. You can definitely taste the cinnamon, but it's not overbearing. It settles in once you start chewing it. When you examine the cracker, you you know you can see the seasoning on it. It varies per cracker, but uh, it's strong, man. And uh, Trisket Nabisco—they're up in their game. This is uh, non-GMO verified, so if you're into that kind of stuff, they got you here. You're getting six crackers for 120 calories, mm. 3.5 grams of fat, uh, less than a gram of sugar, three grams of protein. So pretty traditional cracker stats on here, except a little lower in the the uh, the fat. And if I were to top these because it's uh, it's more of a sweeter cracker. I'd forgo the cheese and I would go back to that Joseph's chocolate hummus or any chocolate hummus that you could find, throw that on top of here. And this is like, this is a delicious cracker. You know, I highly recommend these limited edition ones. Unlike the stuffing potato chips, which I'd get once a year, these I'm going to get a couple more boxes and I think they'll hang out in the cupboard up until, uh, you know, New Year's new boxes. I think that, uh, I think these are worth, these are a worthwhile buy. I give them, uh, you know, a, a solid eight. Very good. Nice. Have to check them out. One thing before we go, I want to mention somebody at work turned me on to this a few years ago, and uh, it sounds gross, but it's it's phenomenal. Leftover turkey next day, cold from the fridge, dipped in ketchup. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Give it a shot. That that almost made me wretch a little bit. Um, I don't do that with the leftovers. Dude, do it. I don't. I don't like ketchup. I don't do ketchup, but I'm telling you, man, try it. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge turkey fan. I like when they take turkey and they make it taste like other things, like turkey pepperoni. Turkey's like the most dissed food item out there because they're constantly trying to switch its flavor into something else. But the one leftover item I like is when you take the turkey, you take some gravy and you take some egg noodles and you make that sort of turkey soup. You put a piece of bread at the bottom of the bowl. You pour that over it. You have a nice hearty winter meal. So that's something I'll get down for. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not putting ketchup on my turkey, but maybe some of our- Do it. Just do it. Uh, maybe some of our listeners will. That sounds like something you would do if you were like quitting smoking, going cold turkey, or if uh, you know you were pregnant, or if you were uh, you know it was four twenty, or it was, it was something of that effect. Not me. Do it. But I gotta tell, I gotta ask you one last question before we go. On Thanksgiving, do you like to get like the hors d'oeuvres, the crackers, the nuts, the the kind of uh, the preliminary items, or are do you kind of save your appetite for the main event? No, it's all about the meal itself, man. I like I said I do it up, I do it big. There's a whole f- table full of food. I eat a light breakfast, cook all day. And then, uh, man, I just dig in and that's, that's pretty much it. I like it all, man. I just, I, I wear, uh, I, I, undo, I undo the belt and usually if I'm staying somewhere, I'll bring uh, some Adidas pants with an elastic. <laughs> After I eat enough, I'll throw those on. So my waist stops hurting. I'll sit down and I'll watch some terrible football games and, uh, and I'll call it a night. But, um, you know, happy Thanksgiving, man. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. We're the snack masters. If you are on the road driving, like I am drive safe, avoid the traffic. 
If you see one of those Tesla electric semis out there, let me know. I'd love to see one of those myself. If you want to hear our show, we're at snackmastersinc.com. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere that podcasts are heard around the world. Over. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. You can find a link to that within the show notes. Get some snacks we should try. Reach out to us. Definitely check out the Instagram, instagram.com slash snackmastersinc. That's where all of our food photos are. We also have mini reviews, tons of bonus content, little videos. It's a natural extension to the show. Highly recommend you follow us on there. Any party thoughts for Thanksgiving, Marty? No, hope everybody has a good holiday. Happy Thanksgiving and uh, enjoy the time with your family. All right. Well, Snackmaster Jr., gobble us up, buddy. What's your pumpkin pie recipe? Where? Where? What is your pumpkin pie recipe? What did you say? You said... Take a baby pumpkin. And put me in the oven for And then nothing. Serve it to a boy. How many does it serve? One, two, three, four people. Your pumpkin pie will serve five people? I don't have much that people, but you can eat it too. Okay. Should we put whipped cream on it? Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait now. Alright, we'll wait for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with us.